0: get this party started hello everyone and welcome to june's edition of the tinsel tunes podcast and i am your host Dwayne. and today being the day of release is leon day Now, there's no definitive answer as to what Leon Day is, but if you Google it, you'll come up with an American baseball player. You may also come up with links to last year's episode of Tinsel Tunes podcast and Can't Wait for Christmas podcast and a whole bunch of other ones. But I'll leave that up to other podcasts because I know what you've come here for. You've come here to learn about Christmas music. But first... feedback from our last show. So I got a email from Scott Newman and Scott don't drop your dishes this time. And Scott says, "Hey Dwayne, thanks for mentioning my email on your last podcast. I wasn't expecting it and I nearly dropped a dish. I was washing when you mentioned my name. Here's a link to the MP3 files from that cassette my family friend made us. The notable songs on here are The Toy Song. This is a really obscure Smother's Brothers song from 1965. The lyrics would never fly today. Example, a saucy Sally doll with skin tight stretch pants. Old Fatso, this is a song by Augie Rios that you can find online, but I've never heard played on any radio or streaming station. And Scott, I've never heard of those two. And of course there's Jingle Bells laughing all the way. This is from an artist called Saint Nick that's pretty obscure from what I can tell. I'd love to know if any of these are new to you. The other songs on the cassette are very common ones, and if there's anything I can do to help your show, please let me know. I love what you're doing and would be happy to contribute in any way I can. Thanks, Scott. I really love to get the emails from you, and I did go through and have a listen to those three songs. I'll play a bit of each of them here now so everyone else can hear them. Sally doll with skin tight, fresh pants. Oh
1: boy! Oh boy! We really gotta get that ball. Christmas TV we he heard
0: a clatter. Yes they are very obscure, I hadn't heard of any of those ones, but it's great to hear them anyway. So thank you for that. And thank you for offering to help with the show. Yes, you can guarantee I'll call on you at some stage. And just a reminder, if you'd like to support the show, you can either do what Scott does and send in suggestions and just saying hello, or you can support me on Patreon or on coffee.com, ko-fi.com for a small donation of $3, that'll go towards the show or just share the podcast on your social medias as well as following us on Instagram and Facebook and wherever else the podcast is broadcast on. And don't forget there's merch for sale so you can buy t-shirts and caps and and what have you. All the links to the merch stores are on tinseltunes.com. Now this month's episode is from an artist who I can only pronounce an English version of her name. It's Tadria Turunen. I do like to pick topics where I can't say the person's name. I'll probably pronounce her as Tadria going forward. I've spent like two minutes recording how to say her name, then when I hit record properly, I mess it up. But check out the bloopers at the end of the episode of me trying to pronounce her name correctly. But just to make it easy on myself and to not disrespect her by mispronouncing her name too much, I'm just going to stick to Tajia. Now, if you have happened to have heard the name Tajia before, then I suspect that you are a metalhead. And if not, well, at least the Finnish metal group that she was in called Nightwish. I like that song so much, I wanted to play the whole four minutes for you, but I know you didn't come here for that. Tādria is a Finnish singer-songwriter and is classically trained in the operatic style where classical music is put to poetry, otherwise known as lead, in the German vernacular. She has a lyric soprano and a vocal range of three octaves. Tarja's voice has a duality to it that has been created by her classical training and her time in a rock band. Thus, she can create the sound that is operatic, but equally adapt to sing in a more contemporary tone. She was one of the founding members of Nightwish, which formed in 1996. Their symphonic metal style was quickly termed opera metal, which was copied by many other bands to follow in that style. She left, or some would say was fired, from Nightwish in 2005 and began a solo career that has spawned seven studio albums. In September of 2017, it was announced that she would be releasing a Christmas album, and on the 6th of October, the song O Come, O Come Emmanuel was released. The album titled, From Spirits to Ghosts, in parenthesis, Score for a Dark Christmas, was released in tandem with a graphic novel of the same name. The novel is a 40-page story about the world of Dark Christmas, which also included art by Connor Boyle. Now, Connor Boyle has been a comic book artist for 10 years, and he works in many independent comics, including Titan Comics, Dark Horse, and the most recently Heavy Metal magazine. I suggest checking out his work, just google Connor Boyle Art to get to his socials. His work is really really impressive and I can see why Tarja went with him for the illustrations in the novel. The novel For A Dark Christmas revolves around Taja's two characters, the dark and the light one, bringing together lonely souls during the festive season. The sound of the songs sound haunting and dark but still maintain a positive feel and are not overly oppressed. You could even say there is a Tim Burton feel to them, and I could easily see some of them being used in a dark or horror themed Christmas movie. Tarja had this to say about the album. Producing a dark Christmas album in the middle of summer is a very interesting process, especially if you're doing it by the turquoise Caribbean Sea, significantly different from the snowy Christmas that I am used to in my home country Finland. Another proof that the darkness comes from deep within On this album i explored the other side of christmas the christmas of the lonely people and the missing ones the christmas for those that do not find joy in the blinking lights and the jingle bells the album has been critically acclaimed by critics and fans alike who have noted the dark twist that taria achieved on the album and the combination of different languages reaching the highest position on any chart on the US top classical album at number 12. However, to quote some of the critics, the album will be largely forgotten after the Christmas holidays. Which I think they were right. In my other life, I'm a metalhead, And this went under my radar until a month ago when I found her version of Feliz Navidad, which is one of the songs on this album. So the album has 12 songs on it, 11 standards and one original, all influenced by a dark Gothic sound and feel. So let's go through them now. So, once I've had my say, keep listening to hear what Chris from Christmas Time in the City podcast has to say about this album. When I put out on the social media that I was covering a dark Christmas album, Chris nailed it on the head and knew who it was straight away. Uh, I was very impressed with the very little clues that he got it so quickly. So, here we go. So, the album opens up with one of my favorite tracks on this album O Come, O Come Emmanuel. It's just her vocals and starts with a light background and slowly brings up the drama. The video shows her starting the song dressed in white and ending in black. This one will be on this year's playlist. You've already heard a little bit of this just a couple of minutes ago, but I'll play you a little bit more further into the song. up is her original song together it's a pretty and contemporary song about a person's soul being released from its body and escorted away Next up is We Three Kings. Now, We Three Kings is easily one of my favorite Christmas carols of all time, and this version doesn't disappoint. And also the harpsichord really gives it a dark feel. Deck the Halls, with guest singer Naomi Turanen, which was her then five-year-old daughter. This one would be great in a dark film. The slowed-down arrangement between the lyrics brings a spooky feel along with the background accent sound effects. I picture a scene where a possessed porcelain doll is hunting you down while singing this song. Pierre Jesus. I hadn't heard of this song before, it's very beautiful and not really that dark as in the context of this album. Grace. Her voice is perfect for this song, even in this dark environment it stands out as a beacon of positivity. O Tannenbaum, my second favorite song on this album. I haven't really been a fan of this song in general, but this version is awesome. The video on YouTube shows the light and dark sides of her character, as well as some of the artwork from the novel. Also, at 2 minutes and 44 seconds in, who doesn't like a good bass drop on 12-inch subwoofers in the car? Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Now this might be the only song on the album which I didn't think worked with the dark treatment. I found myself changing to another song every time it came on, it just didn't click with me. God Rest you, Merry Gentleman, which is also another long-term favourite of mine. She does a very good job of this song. It doesn't really stand out over other versions that I've heard, but it fits in really well with the context of this album.
1: God rest merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Jesus Christ our Savior was born on Christmas day to save us all from Satan's force when we were gone astray glad tidings of Christ. Babe was born, and laid a upon this blessed
0: morn. Feliz Navidad. Tarrya slows this usually upbeat song right down and opens the chorus up to achieve a very beautiful version. This is a song that brought me to this album as I was going to do this song this month. Feliz Heads up! I'll be covering the song in July. Now, what child is this? This is another song we are opening up the gap between the lyrics and the first verse, give the song some drama and builds to a very powerful close. Lastly we have We Wish You A Merry Christmas, probably the most dark and eerie sounding intro to any of the songs on the album and really manages to transform this usually joyful and medium paced song into the dark side. So my verdict on the album, three of these songs will end up on my playlist this year and will possibly stay there permanently. I I think I agree with the critics that it won't hang around in a lot of people's playlists overall and perhaps won't even come out through the season as it really doesn't focus on the light and bright and happiness of Christmas, which is really what people really want to hear. So now let's hear what Chris from Christmas Time in the City podcast had to say about this album.
2: Hi, I'm Chris from Christmas Time in the city. Like most Christmas enthusiasts, I pride myself on my Christmas music playlist. A couple years back, I was browsing through Christmas songs to add to it. I try to keep it fresh. I tend to it like Mr. Miyagi did to those bonsai trees in Karate Kid. I have to admit though, I find it hard to connect to contemporary Christmas music. I know what a lot of you are thinking. You never know what you might come across. I try to be open-minded and always give new things a fair shot. That's how I came across Tarja Turunen's 2017 Christmas album from Spirits and Ghosts, score for a Dark Christmas. Tarja's voice is both elegant and powerful. The classically trained soprano doesn't force moments to showcase her voice like so many other contemporary artists. She allows her tone and the world it creates to speak for itself. The album's use of minor keys results in a haunting and beautiful collection of Christmas covers. It may not be ideal for setting the merry mood of Christmas, but it perfectly paints a scene of a low-key, intimate December evening lit only by the tree, sharing a glass of absinthe or some other equally gothic drink, either with someone special or alone with your thoughts. This album fits perfectly alongside the crooners and carolers of my Christmas playlist. There's no jarring transitions tonally between it and some of my favorite holiday standards. I'm happy Dwayne, and now all of you listening have the chance to enjoy it, and I hope it finds a place on your playlist.
0: Thanks, Chris. I really enjoyed the album, and I hope our listeners did too. So don't forget you can let us know by either leaving comments on the show notes for this episode or as comments on the Facebook post when I post this episode. You'll find this album on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and I suppose everywhere else as well. So I encourage you to break out of the mould a little bit and listen to something a little bit different. You never know what you'll find. There's some real gems out there. Well, we've come to the end of the episode for this month. I hope you really enjoyed it. Now don't forget the song for next month is going to be Feliz Navidad. And so I'll be asking for your submissions of your favorite versions or perhaps other versions that you think other people would be interested in hearing. As we prepare for Christmas in July, I encourage you to keep your ears and eyes open to all the other Christmas podcasts and websites. And I'm sure we've all got something special coming up for you for the month of July. And I will definitely see you on July the 25th. Happy Christmas in July. And as usual, be excellent to each other and rock on. Tadria Turunen. Tadria. Hang on. Tadria Turunen. Tadria Tadria In this month's episode is all about Tadria Tadria Chunen. Tadria in this month's episode is all about Tadria Chunen Chuninen Tadria Chuninen Tadriya Tadria tadriya, tadriya. Oh my goodness Tadriya Tadria, Tunin Tadria